Oh my gosh, you guys, we just did it. Did we? I'm that nailed it. That I was it. Thought you were delayed, but maybe it's just me. I don't know. I think that we were on board. Okay. Awesome. Well, hello everybody. Welcome to our podcast. Welcome to Pour the Tea Podcast. It's Mel here. And it's Tess. And Tess. And um yeah, we're we're serving up some tea, some shenanigans, some gossip, some real life stories. Um, all shared by us and by you. So we're excited to have you and can't wait to pour the tea with y'all. Yeah. So a little bit about us is I'm Tess Vaughn. And I am Melanie Amador. But if you call me Melanie, I feel like I'm in trouble. So my friends, my people call me Mel. So on here, I will most likely go as Mel. Or if they really know you. And they know the inside joke. They will call you Mulaney. <laughs> this is true. And at some point, I'm sure we will get into that. But <laughs> otherwise, Mel is perfectly fine. So yes. we're excited. Um, oh, my goodness. Well, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. We both come from California. We're yeah, born and super, raised. Super small town up in the mountains. Very Probably haven't town. heard of it. It's called Tehachapi. But yes. if you have heard of it, then... You're welcome. Yeah, our little our little town is known for its prison. I always like to say that there's a sign that sits right outside of it that says, Welcome to Tachapi, known for its apple trees and penal codes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, town color. I'm thinking we should go with like a jumpsuit orange. Tachapi is the or- is the the modern day orange is the new black. Let's just put it that way. It sure is, but male version because it is a male prison. Right, right. Yeah. And see, oh. my family was born and raised in Tachapi. We are like the Native Americans of the mountains, and my family is is known there to where it's like you cannot go anywhere without somebody knowing you and your business. And I'm sorry so-and-so if you listen to this who knows if you ever will you don't need to tell my dad everything about my life (laughs) I don't need to know when I'm getting caught for doing something that I shouldn't be doing right and yes I am now a grown-ass woman but I tell you what (laughs) when I was a teenager I got in trouble a lot for things that people were like we saw your daughter doing this Monty (laughs) and it's like listen here Karen calm yourself (laughs) I did not have quite that problem, but since my dad did work at the prison, he did know quite a few people. Totally. So it made it a little bit more difficult. But I was an angel, so my parents never had to worry about that with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's biting her showing? lip right now. She's absolutely biting her lip. <laughs> <laughs> so how did we meet? I'll let you tell the story. Okay, so we both worked at the only well no not the only grocery store but the big grocery store right we had competing grocery stores we had save mart on one Mm -hmm. side of the street and then we had albertson's and that's where we met we met at albertson's we met in 2004 in march and i was asking a question about a person who happened to walk in and i wanted to make sure that he had walked back out so you were walking by the door and i said hey did you happen to see so and so leave And you looked so confused because we had not talked before. And you said no, but I just knew. I looked into your eyes and knew it was love at first sight. (laughs) 
We were meant to be together. <laughs> we were meant to be together. And I don't remember the exact time frame. I do remember it happened at Albertsons. And it was an ex-boyfriend that I was going to chase after to see who, like, <laughs> yes. he was still there. And um, the rest is history. We, we've yeah. been through the ups and downs of life, the ins and outs. And, um, mm-hmm. yeah, we just kind of decided on a whim that from there... We were we were gonna move to the great state of Texas, yep. And so yeah, we moved here in um, November of two thousand eight, mm-hmm. and um, Tess had some family here. Um, yeah, that was our our story about Albertsons. Yeah, I mean we we met there, so that was great. We didn't have the best boss. In fact, we probably had the worst boss. I would agree. And. From there, we worked two years. I worked there. You weren't too far after me. But then we left and we went to work for a private school and worked there for a couple years. You left before me and went up to back up to Tachapi and started working for Terrio Therapy, which is a physical therapy clinic. Mm -hmm. And then I left Pinecrest and came in to meet you at your work met your boss, started talking to him, and then from there, got an interview, got the job, had to go to that awful place to take the urine. Okay, we got to tell the story about this yeah, awful place. Yeah, because it's pretty bad. Okay, so when you get hired on at Terrio, you have to go through drug testing. Yes. And what was your experience like? Okay, so you don't have a choice as to where you go. They send you. And when you go in, you realize real quickly that this is not going to be a real quick experience. I have had other jobs where I've had to go in and do the urine test. And all you have to do is walk into a private bathroom. They give you a cup. You do your business. You leave the cup. Wash your hands. Go. And nothing else is said of it. This was a completely different experience. This experience was... It was criminal. Yes, literally. It was for criminals. Literally. Yes. This was a place where people were mandated by court to go in and get f- frequent urine tests. So they're on probation or whatever. You go in and I'm chugging water because I know I'm going to have to pee. But mind you, I'm thinking I'm going to get in my little private room and it's not going to be a big deal. Well, you walk in. The nurse walks with you. You go into these stalls. There's no door and you have to pull down your pants because they got to be able to see and make sure that you're not hiding anything. They're all up in your business. Like you think of the grungiest, nastiest, dirtiest, most exposed bathroom. And that's that's where you go to get your drug testing done to start this job. Like this is not the Four Seasons. No. (laughs) This isn't even a beach bathroom. I would say it would be below. Oh. A beach bathroom. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so I, I'm trying to go to the bathroom, but I got a, I got a shy bladder. My bladder is not showing up. Okay. We have lost all communication. And so I can't go. And she said, all right, if you want to go back out, drink some more water and come back in, that's fine. I said, okay, please. So I'm out there. I'm waiting. I'm prepping myself I'm drinking water I am talking to myself I'm talking to my bladder I'm like you better pull it together we want to get out of here let's go don't you fail on me now 
So I'm like, okay, I think I can do it. I think I've got this. I go in for a second time. Nada. I don't have a drop to spare. Mm-mm. So I'm like, all right, I'm gonna need, I'm gonna need another chance. Lady said, <laughs> sure, you can, you can, but you have one more shot, one more shot. No pressure. No pressure. So I go back out and I'm drinking more water. And I know that the water's not the issue. The bladder's the issue. So I said, you know what? I got to do this. I I just want to get the heck out of here. So I go in. I got my mind right. I'm like, all right, we got this. We got this. I just need a few drops. And man, I push out some drops. I, I did it. I got like a millimeter of pee, but I did it. And she knew when I made eye contact, like she knew how difficult this was. So she knew she better really work with what I got, what I gave her because I was, she was not getting anything else out of me. And of course on the way home. One shot pony there. Yes. And of course on the way home, I have to pee so bad. I almost peed my pants. I thought if I could wear a diaper right now, I'd just go. And mind you, we lived 45 minutes away. 45 minutes away. At least. At least. I mean, your house was much further. Mm-hmm. Because Tess has always lived out in the boonies, but yes. um, at least 45 minutes away. Yes. Yeah, so that was that <laughs> fun experience, something I hope to never have to do again. Uh, but got the job at Terrio, and we had been working there maybe, a, I don't know, six, eight months. Guess who walks in? But our old boss from Albertsons. And it was just like, we've come full circle at this point. Like, we can't get away from him. And he was awful, y'all. Like, I wish that there aren't any words to describe how despicable this man was. Like, he was out to make everybody's life a living hell. Um, just, Just a terrible human being. I mean, really, like, power trip. I wouldn't be surprised. Sayonara. Yeah. Allegedly, he got fired for taking somebody's medication and putting Mm. it in his office. Mm -mm. Yeah. So, yeah. So when he came in to see us, he was no longer working for Albertsons. Needless to say, you know, we had been there for about a year or I had been there a year. You had been there longer. And we really started talking and we just said to ourselves, what do you think about us having a different change of scenery? A different environment. You know, we were single. We had no nothing to tie us down. We had no responsibilities. And I said, you know, what do you think about moving somewhere to like maybe Texas? Uh, you know, I had known that my family was all moving out there. My parents eventually wanted to retire out there. I, hired, I already had aunts and uncles out there. My grandma was out there. And you, bless you, not knowing a single soul but me, said, let's do it. We went gung-ho. I think we had decided and with like in a month, we were we were out there. Yeah. And I, you know what, for the, I didn't think that we were going to do it at one point. You know, like we, being that we come from such a small town, it's like these pipe dreams that you're like, all right, well, am I ever, in a way, am I ever going to get out of here? Am I ever going to leave? Like what's going to, what am I going to do with my life if I stay and so, yeah, like we, we definitely took a huge leap of faith with moving here. We didn't have jobs. We didn't have a plan, Mm-mm. which 10 out of 10 do not recommend. But, no. you know, like we just kind of flew by the seat of our pants. And I think that that was like part of the adventure in getting here, which was um, super fun and exciting and, and all of that. But yeah, Tess had her family and her grandma and stuff. And so Tess really became my family because... <laughs> You know, she, I had to rely on her. She was all that I had here. And Aww. my parents at the time didn't have 
um, any plans to come out here. My brother's out here now. My parents are out here now. Maybe one day my sister will get here. But, I mean, really, it was just the two of us um, with the safety net of having her family. But I was like, well, all right, if this doesn't work out, then that that really sucks. Mm -hmm. But at least, you know, she's got some family (laughs) here. So (laughs) it kind of worked out. But um, yeah, we ended up working for a PT clinic here and Tess started working mm-hmm. there first. It's always been like we one trails behind the other in some way, shape or form. Like, yeah, I, she worked at Albert. We worked at Albertsons at the same time together. She started working at Pinecrest. Then I came to Pinecrest. I started working at Terrio. Then she came to Terrio. Mm-hmm. Uh, she went to a, <laughs> a, a PT clinic here. I came to the PT clinic here. So it was just, it's always been this back and forth thing where it's like, you know, the type of friendship that we don't have to constantly keep in touch. We always just pick up where we left off. Like no time had been lost in between, which is, is such a beautiful thing because it's, it's low maintenance, but it's meaningful. And it's, what did you say the other day? Quantity over quality. When we were talking about, you know, like not having like solid friendships outside (laughs) of the two of us. She just said, she just said quantity (laughs) No, I swear I said quality over quantity. No, you said quantity over quality. I mean, you know, I can't speak on Priorities. that behalf, so it's fine. You're my you're my people. But oh my anyway. gosh, no, it is true. I mean, we can go so long, but that's I mean that's life, right? We, you know, you've got kids, I've got kids. Life, and the older they get. The crazier it gets, the more responsibilities that we have and more activities outside. So we gets busy. Absolutely. Yeah. But so moving here, this is the cutest meet cute story, but how we met our significant others. Yeah. And the story behind that. Okay. So when I moved out here, I had my dog Tanner. Uh, Oh, Tanner. I love him. So may he R.I.P. Such a sweet dog. I miss him so much. Oh, yeah. He's the best dog. But for a long time, you had been talking about getting a dog. And we had gone to the shelters around here so often. And it's a big decision. Having an animal is a big decision. It's not just a a three-month commitment. This is, we're talking 10 to 12 years. Yeah. Finally, you fall in love with this sweet dog, Luke. And he is wild child. Yes, which I apologize because looking back, man, he was a little terror, but in the puppy stages, as he got out of the puppy stages, he was a lot better, but good Lord. I know, but he was so, he was so, so precious, but go ahead and tell him how it began. So yeah, when we were, um, uh, I got Luke, I adopted him from the shelter here. He was just a cute little Catahoula puppy. And um, I happened to see this really cute guy that was, you know, walking his little yippy dog around outside. And I was like, man, that boy is fine. Okay. <laughs> um, and he was totally my type. And, and But one day he went running out to this truck, which is David, which is Tessa's <laughs> husband. And I'm like, okay, he's probably gay. Like he had such a baby <laughs> face. Like he's well put together. I'm like, okay, this is he's either way younger or he, um, he's gay. So I was just like, all right, well, whatever it is what it is. And so, um, yeah, we, 
we went out to this party and uh, John was the gatekeeper and I was like, hey, aren't you this guy from this apartment complex? Like you have a little dog. I've seen you around. And he gives me the dirtiest look and he will deny, deny, deny. And he was just like, no, I was I was checking you out. I was, you know, whatever. And so he waves us through. He doesn't say a word to me. And I'm like, well, that was real awkward. And I just look like an absolute fool. And um, <laughs> later, you know, later he told me we weren't even on the list. He thought we were cute. Go ahead, go in. And uh, yeah, it ended up being him. And so I would watch for him as this makes me sound like a stalker, but <laughs> I would wa- watch for him in the morning when he would go to take his dog out and I would run and take Luke outside to go potty. And um, I'm like, oh, hey, no, this fancy meeting you here, you know, and didn't haven't seen you in a while, whatever. And um, so, yeah, he he tried looking me up on Facebook because I had a, a sticker, a motorsport sticker on the back of my car that he thought like my name was the last name that was on the motorsport sticker. And so he was looking he was looking for me because he had my first name from um, when we went through the gate. We had to give our name and stuff. So anyway, that's how we, John and I met and, and got to know each other. And then lo and behold, he had a roommate, um, David. And um, and then that's how Tess and David got together and, and, and got meeting and hanging out and stuff like that. So um, the four of us really kind of became inseparable after that. We did everything together. We all lived together at one point. Um, you know, I, we were, what, two weeks from moving back home to California when we met these guys and, and decided to plant roots. So it's just kind of, it's weird how it's kind of worked out and come full circle to where, you know, this is this is our home now. So it's been a trip. Yeah. And they've been friends since, best friends since fifth grade. Which is wild. Yeah. So they've been the best of friends for the longest time. Um, Tess and I have been the best of friends for, you know, almost 20 years now. So it's just, it's been fun, you know, like seeing, we've done a lot of growing up. There were hard times. There were disagreements and arguments and we didn't get along and, mm-hmm. and, you know, but it, I think it says something about a friendship when you can kind of put all of that aside and, and, and keep growing past it, you know, keep, keep fighting yeah. for it, keep growing, keep, keep showing up. So it's been good. Yeah. And I think that. You know, just doing this podcast, you know, we were on our way. Oh, I do too. Thank you. My TikTok is full of of Taylor Swift era's tour. And I'm like, the queen, like, yes, just I, I remember it. And it was my first Taylor Swift show you had gone before, right? And um, I was just blown away. And so that's kind of how it all came, came to be is we were, we, we get together, we rage, we, we, ride down to Taylor Swift and we're like, you know what? I want to start a podcast. I want to start a podcast too. Well, why don't we start a podcast together? And so it just kind of evolved from there and grew into this really beautiful thing that we're, we're excited about. We're glad you're here with us to, um, to be along for the ride. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of how it came to be. You know, we make each other laugh. We've always got funny things to share, random kid stories, you know, stories about life, about jobs, about marriage, about the ups and downs of life. Like, we are here. Yes, because we've all lived it. I can tell you a story and in, someone can yeah. relate because yeah, somebody's exactly. lived that exact same situation. Right. We've all been there. Yeah, so we just want to put it out there. We would love for you guys to send in any story that you have. Make us mad or make us 
happy. It'll make us laugh. It'll make us cry. It can be so embarrassing. Listen, guys, send it anonymous. We don't have to put your names on there. We don't have to say that out. But we all have embarrassing stories. I can tell you right now that I was in middle school and I peed my pants in the garage because my sister made me laugh so hard I couldn't make it upstairs. <laughs> and I could I will not tell make that, it upstairs. I will tell you that I think I was 16 years old. My sister threw um, full-on chocolate pudding at me in the grocery store. I dropped it and it exploded everywhere and I walked away. Don't judge <gasps> me for that. I was 16 years old. It was my birthday. Not my finest moment. But it's fine. That's what I'm saying. So if we can tell embarrassing stories about ourselves, please don't feel embarrassed to give us yours. And that's the whole point. Send it to pourthetpodcast at gmail.com. We all want to live in this thing called life together. We all want to make it through as smooth as possible. So. Amen. That's right. And with the more, the more laughs, the more relatability, the better. That's right. Speaking of relatability, I took that Enneagram test that everyone's been doing. It must be like a personality test. I'm not sure. I didn't really read into it. I just was like, oh, everybody's doing this. Let me hop on that bandwagon. I know. And I did it because you were like, let's do our Enneagram. And I was like, okay, (laughs) yes, ma'am. You know, I mean, you see it because it's everywhere. And I'm like, I don't know what this type seven or type four or whatever mean. But all right, let's take the test. So how did yours turn out? Well, I got a number six. And that fits me to a T. Because it's all about like protection and wanting to feel protected and wanting to make sure that there's a lot of trust within your group and that you feel safe within your environment and that is me to a T. I want to make sure that everyone around me is safe. I'm fiercely protective of everyone that's in my inner circle. I just I would agree with yeah, that. Yeah, that, that I didn't see anything else like I wasn't really looking around but it's like, "Oh, that spoke to me." I was like, "Yes, for sure that is me." Yes, I I 1000% would agree with that like you are fiercely loyal and fiercely protective of your people hands down Tessa go to bat for you you're if you are on her team Mm -hmm. you better watch out anybody else that's on the opposing team because she will come for you I will listen I won't ask questions okay I'll get those later (laughs) I just know we're moving forgiveness later yeah we ride at dawn exactly okay exactly that's right I (laughs) It's that line in the town. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie. I have. I love okay, that Okay, where movie. Ben Affleck's like, I need your help. We're, we're going to go kick some butt. I don't want to. I can't tell you who it is or well, why it is, but I just need your help. And he just goes, whose car are we taking? I'm like, that's yeah. me. Whose car are we taking? Yeah, that is 1,000% you. You're like, we're not going to ask questions. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about this later. Let's rage. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't even need to know the details. If you no. tell me we need to go kick somebody's ass, we're going. <laughs> and Whose car are we taking? Because in the event that some serious tail needed to be kicked, yes, I could call you mm-hmm. and be like, I need you to come That's and right. be here in 30 minutes. Don't ask questions. Just show up. That's right. The car and is. would be rolling up with with some donuts like ding dong, like I'm here ready to <laughs> ready to roll. So let's go. Look, the car's not even parked and I'm already getting out. Exactly. That's how it goes. Just let it roll down the street. It's fine. And, and so what? I'm curious to know what your <laughs> number was because well, you not... are not that way. I am not. I am for my people. Sure. For sure. I'm, I'm protective of my family, my girls, um, and all of that. But I, so when I took the, the Enneagram test, I actually got 
multiple pieces of the pie that were big. Mm. And I was like, well, what does that mean? You know, like, so I'm a two, I'm a four, I'm a three, I'm an eight. You know, those were the, the four that really stood out. But the one that it said was the biggest, even though they all looked almost the same size, was a two. Oh, okay. And so apparently twos are empathetic, sincere, and warm-hearted. Um, they're friendly, generous, self-sacrificing, um, but can also be really sentimental, flattering, people-pleasing. Um, mm. So, yeah, it, it talked about, you know, the fears of being unwanted or unworthy of being loved. Um, you know, the basic desire is to feel loved that, you know, it, it goes hand in hand with kind of like being a hostess um, and wanting to like make sure that everyone's always taken care of. Mm. And so I think that that that's pretty spot on for who I am. Like, I, I always just want to make sure everybody has what they need. And if they don't, I'll go get it or I'll figure it out or I'll make yeah. it or whatever it is. So I'm I'm the helper, I guess, is what a, a, an Enneagram 2 is called. Well, you said it perfectly. You said that you're a people pleaser. Yeah. Well, that's true because I got you to take the test. <laughs> <laughs> if that doesn't show you who I am, I don't know what it is. I mean, yeah, it's the truth. So, um, yeah, I, I resonated with that. So I was like, all right, well, you know, there's something to this test. But it was a little tricky because it's like trying to trick you into thinking that the same question that they ask and ask they just reworded it and you're like mm, I'm gonna answer it the same exact way as I answered it the last time yeah so yeah they they try to trick you there try to throw you off your game all right so we're getting into the interesting we fun just, fact of the day I found this interesting okay. okay because I think to myself how does this happen but it says on average a hundred people choke to death on ballpoint pens every year like on the actual pen itself or well the they cap? didn't they didn't give me pictures so I didn't well, see I'm thinking about it I'm like okay how I do put you a do pen that? in I don't know because they put a hole in the lid of the cap for that reason did you know that I did not yeah there's a hole in the t- in the cap of a pen if you swallow it that way you can still breathe. Again, you come with me. <laughs> come to me with these facts. And I'm just shook it. I yes. did not know. Yes, it's the truth. Because how many people have choked on the pen? Well, a hundred a year at least. I'm I'm thinking it's got to be the whole shebang. Who like, sticks not the whole the damn lid. pen down their throats? I, I mean, freaky stuff. People, men put stuff up their wee-wees all the time. It's or true. Their, or their butts. Or their butts. Men are fascinated with putting stuff up their butts. Richard Gere. Is that true? He, like, the gerbil? A gerbil? That can't be true. I'm not joking. Allegedly. No. It's, no, it allegedly. We don't want to get sued. Allegedly. Oh, oh, alleged- <laughs> I mean, allegedly, this is what was reported. Oh my God, I did not know that. Yeah. I mean, I've seen some crazy stories about that. Like, light bulb, hello people, don't stick a light bulb up your tuchus. Oh my, a light bulb? Yeah. That's like, not a very bright idea. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay. Oh, she went there. I she did. went there. So for this segment, I wanted to play a game. Okay. And this is what I'm thinking. We are going to play song quiz. Have you ever played it? I have not. Oh my gosh. Okay. <clears throat> Prepare to be destroyed. But if I'm thinking <laughs> to be destroyed, <laughs> I just saw, I just heard it. just clicked in my head. Like, wait a minute here. Okay. Okay. So what it is, is we're going to pick a genre. Actually, no, I think it's a decade. You pick a decade. 
But you can also pick a genre. So you can pick like 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, classic. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But I'm thinking we have a competition. Okay. We do best of five or we whoever gets up to five. So five episodes or five in this episode. No. One in this episode. Five total. Okay. So you guys are going to have to tune in for the next five episodes because we're going to play this game. Yes. So the person who gets five wins first wins. Okay, what are what, what's at stake here? Well, I don't. I think we need to bet something. I think we do too. Oh gosh, I don't even know. <laughs> Some polar. I punch. think that we bet that if I win, Melanie walks through Target with underwear on the outside of her pants. Y'all, my <laughs> armpits literally just started sweating thinking about that. I don't care. That's fine. No, I would never torture you like that. Oh. But I can take it. That's the thing. I couldn't. See, if I lost, you will not find me wearing my underwear. <laughs> Why? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Because I have a reputation to uphold, darling. I don't care. Come and find me. The and society. let's talk about it. Let's have a conversation about this. But I, I will tell you, I lost a bet. Oh, okay. But I think that we need to, you know what, I'll take you out. If I lose, I take you out on a date. You can wine and dine me, girl. I will wine and dine you if I lose. Okay, and vice versa. If I lose, we're going on a date. We're going on a date, and we will we will put it up on social media. Yeah, you guys can come with us. Yes. Okay. Choose a pop music decade. You can say 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 90s 2000s, or 2010s. What do you want? 90s or 2000s? Let's do 2000s. Player one. Question one of five. Just dance, Lady Gaga. Giddy up. Giddy up, girl. Yeah. Got 10 points, plus an extra 10 bonus points. I love two. me some Lady Gaga. Oh. oh my gosh, I know it's Coldplay. <laughs> yellow. I was going to say yellow. Your score oh. is zero. Player okay. one. Umbrella, Rihanna. Sweet. You got 10 points. Player two. Question two for 10 points. Oh my gosh. I'm going to fail, you guys. Uh-oh. Suicidal. Oh my gosh. The song was Beautiful Girls by Sean Kingston. Why do you get the easy Question ones? three for 10 points. I have no clue by I don't know. Pitbull. The song was I Know You Want Me, Kaye Ocho, by Pitbull. Oh, Your score is 40. Kaye Ocho. Player two. No idea. Question three. Soldier Boy by I Don't Know Who Sings Soldier Boy. Not exactly. The song was Crank That, Soldier Boy, by Soldier Boy Tell M. Your score is zero. <laughs> this is rigged. Question four. 20 points. I just know the artist. Nelly. Great. What's the song? You got the artist for 20 points. <laughs> Dilemma. I'm sorry, but I said Coldplay and it did not give me points. For 20 points. 
Usher. Correct. What is that song? You got the artist for 20 points. We do suck, but I did say Coldplay. Burn. We did, but you said other things with it. It's time for the song quiz bonus round. Oh, bonus round. Okay, I can make it up. I can make it up, you guys. Player one. Question five. For 40 points. Eve. I don't know. <laughs> Who's supposed to know that? Come on, you guys. The song was Young Folks by Peter, Bjorn, and John. No one knows who that is. That is an unfair. Okay, things are not working in my favor here, y'all. Things are not working in my I should have gone first because those were easier than the ones that I had. Thank you oh and good night. Well, nonetheless... We've got one round down. One more well, to go. Technically, for me. Five more. Can she come back? Have, have a little faith in me. <laughs> I'm the enemy right now, so I'm going to say no. How dare you? But you guys are just going to have to tune in it's for true. the next round. So we would love to have you back, and we hope that you do come back. Um, we would love to hear your stories. Yes. It can be anonymous. It can be funny. It can be sad. It can be good news. It can be bad news. Um, embarrassing whatever revenge we are here for it um, you can reach out to us at pour the tea podcast at gmail.com yeah where else can they find us you can also find us on tiktok instagram twitter and facebook at pour the tea podcast we're going to start getting those up and running so we hope that you yeah. will come and follow us and when are we going to release the new episode well i think that we're going to release the first three all at once, but I think we're going to do a Tuesday because I feel like we're going to do a Tuesday tea kind of situation. I love it. Tuesday, we'll pour that tea, bring yes. your teacups. We will be ready to fill you up. So we love you guys. Yes. Thank you for listening. Thank you so, so, so much. Bye.